Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The 26-year-old actor is now starring in her first big-budget movie opposite champion kickboxer Jean-Claude Van Damme. Called Street Fighter, it's just begun shooting at Movie World on the Gold Coast. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here, Tommy, episode 398. We're rapidly approaching our diamond wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. I guess it is. That's a long fucking <laughs> match. Or I guess if you were doing a marriage based in weeks. Like yeah. how with a baby, how people will say months up until a point, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I suppose would be two years. When do you start yeah. calling a baby in years? Uh, they say 18 months. Yeah. Right? I reckon two years, yeah. I, I guess you don't... Uh, my baby's 19 months. How old am I in months? So many DMs to the socials are being typed while we're <laughs> mid this riff already. Like, this is a thing that I think really sets a lot of parents off. There's no... Right. There is no united front on that, as yeah, far true. as I can tell. And however you do it is the right way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else is fucking up their kids <laughs> I think by calling them 31 months. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree that 400 years is the diamond wedding anniversary, though. Yeah. yeah. That was dead on. I, you're exactly right. The present is every diamond in the world. <laughs> uh, my name's Adam Knox, by the way. I'm looking yeah. forward to doing this podcast in AR. And I'll be looking at you guys, but Mm -hmm. I'll also have like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Marvel Snap open. (laughs) I'll have maybe a Wikipedia page for the game we're talking about. That'd be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool that Apple have developed a real life version of that meme of the guy watching Family Guy Mm. as he's got Tenet on in the background. (laughs) Yeah. That's your that takeaway. One of the most <laughs> significant innovations in technology. Yeah. <laughs> it was inspired by a meme about Family Guy. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if it's a significant. It's it's really great. Like yeah, that Apple WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference, yep. mm-hmm. happened. Smackdown edition. <laughs> yeah, John Cena came out and uh, slammed Tim Cook into the audience. Mm-hmm. And, and then apologised for referring to Taiwan as a country. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it's part of it as well. It, it's a cool looking thing. It was, I watched. I skimmed through that like uh, mm-hmm. the, the full prezzo, the whole prezzo, and um, there was a, a, a portion earlier. They went through like, oh, there's a new iOS, and you, oh, yeah. we're, we're fixing up how fucked our autocorrect is. Oh, yeah. The number of times oh, I'll try to say hell, and it'll be like. I'm in heel. Yep. Yeah. You know, I often telling people that I'm living in I'm hell. living in a in a personal hell of my own <laughs> making. Oh, I get the- help. <laughs> if I put hell, it says help. <laughs> well, that's... Which, yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's okay. That's like a lateral move. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. It, uh, it autocorrects my girlfriend's name when I type that out. Oh, so yeah. So that's good. What to? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to reveal her name on this, but... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to guess. Does it change it to uh, Adam? Yeah. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> My girlfriend's name Finally. is Alan. <laughs> 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 the only name I could think of was my own. Name. <laughs> uh, so, but they, so they, they did all of that, and then there was a portion of it with with Mac stuff where they were like, with games, we're doing new stuff. Mm. We, we've got this. They've got a graphics engine or whatever called. I'm going to get some terminology wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they've got a, a sailboat called Metal that they uh, <laughs> use as uh, <laughs> a, a way. That it's easier to port Windows games to Macs now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to the point where people have been doing it themselves, and they the, the tools were positioned more as like for video game companies to mm-hmm. be like, now you can make a Mac port of your game a lot more easily. We're sorry for the last infinity years. Right. It's been impossible. Well, yeah, video games are only just now becoming profitable. So yeah. You know. yeah. We want to buy to that Steam dollar. Yeah. Apparently, so much about. Steve Jobs hated games. Yes. Is part of the reason that Apple was like, he thought it cheapened because they were meant to be professional machines. And, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which there's logic to uh, for a time. But it's pronounced Logitech. Sorry, <laughs> it's pronounced Logic Pro. I'm talking about Macs. When's their big conference? Oh. <laughs> When's the Logitech? Are you big mouse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we tried to do a big conference, but the Bluetooth dongle we were using to connect our cameras <laughs> to the thing didn't fucking work properly. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot. And it's, anyway, that is interesting though because video games have gone back and forth between sort of tech and toys mm-hmm. yes. for like their for, you know when they after the video game crash they had a hard time getting department stores to sell games and they had to market it to some as like no no it's not a it's not a fun novelty anymore or a kids thing it's like it's this it's this cutting edge technology it's like, a word processor as well right right they're yeah. always going back and forth like straddling the line between like what's what's most in vogue and exactly. in flavor with people mm. and i think that's probably the era where steve jobs made his mind up. yeah yeah right. and so but now they're in another place which is just the most profitable form of media mm. yeah so they're they're putting in some stuff to make it easier to port Windows games over to Macs. And it's crazy. Like, Macs have been terrible at running a lot of games. Yes. And I was looking at, there's like a Mac gaming subreddit mm-hmm. that has been one of the most depressing places in the world for many years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because A, it's a subreddit. And B, it was people going like, oh, I'm playing this and it doesn't really run, but I got it working. But now, like, they've gotten stuff running just themselves right pretty well mm. which is a huge change and so they had that they had Hideo Kojima come out and be like I'm making Death Stranding for the Mac yes. right and so now that all the hard work has been done by people just fans behind mm. the scenes well, but is now Apple are jumping on board and going yeah we're going to make this easier it, it's the other way around oh, they okay. made it easier and in the moments since then people right. have been have able already, to use oh, okay, that sure, to sure. do what professional development studios should now hopefully be able to do a little easier and get games being in more places is good. Which is cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I want to get that fucking cheese grater one. You see that one? The Mac Pro? They've had that for a while oh. and it was like thousands of dollars back then and was still Intel for a right. long time. And so it was kind of their most expensive and least useful one. And they've updated that. That you can spend as much as you fucking want on a Mac. Yeah. $12,000 plus. <laughs> and it like they're still <sighs> not the cheapest best way to play games to like, do any to do really anything. No. no. They're, they're not really the best phone. They're not right. the best headphones. They're not really the best computers, but they're the easiest ecosystem to be in and at they, this yes. point. Technologically at least will be the best 
AR VR helmet thing. Yes. yes, it is massively highly engineered and in a in a crazy way where it's like this is probably the best you could make at the moment mm-hmm. in an interesting way. The price is fucking nuts. Well, we t- so we talked about this last week. It was yeah heavily rumored that they were going to be getting into the VR space and announcing yeah. that at this conference. And it's yeah the Vision Pro. Mm-hmm. It's thirty five hundred US. I think it's going to. Be? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's pre-tax and all of that yeah. too. So and there's also and that'll be like the base model or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And there's no announcement yet about Australian price or release date or anything like that. So we can't. Yeah, we can't speak to that. But uh, I imagine a safe guess would be like fifty-five hundred Australian, probably even more. I bet. Ooh, yeah, mama. But it it's weird because they're a company that makes stuff. You know, like the cheaper iPhones iPods. are meant to be. <laughs> they. <laughs> No longer. AirPods. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Hard day's welcome. night. Uh, mm. Technically. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that was EMI. Uh, oh, <laughs> damn it, it was made in Apple's. In Apple. Not yet. Not that the Apple, oh, I really? think, was for... Uh, boy. Oh, it's no, right I think at you're the right. end, right? Yeah. 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 It's like... Um, let it be an Abbey Road, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a great image. Some seventy-year-old man sitting down to watch this conference, just thinking he's going to get the announcement of like get back to or something. <laughs> Dad, well, again, he could watch. Uh, maybe if they do another Beatles series on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. that'll be on the Apple. He Vision could watch Plot that on Pro. a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it's. They, they they showed some apps and stuff like that and mm-hmm. like the Disney Plus one is just like you can watch anything same so as PSVR well I, yeah I, let's I, go yeah. through the tech of it so it's right. it's 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 more than it's not so much that it's just there go at a VR headset the it's AR is the big thing for it so it's got like incredibly detailed pass through so you yes. put it on and you're looking at the room yeah. two the 4K screens I think yeah yeah, but, yeah like one for each eye and Really high resolution cameras, both looking out to show you the world and mm-hmm. looking at your eyes. Yes. And it's not even cameras looking at your eyes. You scan your face with your phone first. Oh, really? Or maybe even with the headset. And then it projects a 3D model of your eyes and where they're looking onto an OLED screen that's on the front of the thing right, so for people outside of it to look as though they're seeing your eyes, right. which oh. I think will be so scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's worse than just having like a, you know, a white piece of plastic, I think. But they can't do that because it's like the screens and the glass and the metal and everything. Mm. Like the, it's, the lenses are covering your eyes. So they have to, if they want you for some reason to be able to pretend to look at a person's eyes. Yeah. But they're designed. I mean, that is one of those things where you have to imagine that's whacked a fair bit onto the price tag where it's mm. like. Get that out. <laughs> does yeah. that, does it need more, to have a photo of your face? The, on the idea front of for it? this yeah, one, yeah. I think, though, is more that it's like a workplacey thing. Yes, yes. Than, than a consumer grade uh, piece of equipment. Yeah, yet because like they're selling so the, them to Silicon Valley executives, basically. So the get rid of the lab- monitors on your desks that yes. would have cost up to this much anyway if they are like color grading monitors. Yeah, is the, yeah, yeah. Is the sort of pitch I think, and then no, uh, like controllers or anything yes the interface is your fingers coming together like a crab yeah Yeah. crab can use this vr it's the first crab based 
yeah, VR system. That's true because they are going to customize the lenses as well. You can't. There's no glasses separator holder thing. You have to go into an Apple store yeah. and get your face scanned, or I think you can do it with an iPhone too because right. it's got like the lidar or Send whatever. It off. The yeah, yeah. And it will give you a custom molded fucking thing and lenses if you need glasses. Yeah, give them your prescription. So it's if you're crazy. a crab, you can go into the yeah. Apple store and get that process. The Apple done. Sebastian, they're calling it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. They are calling it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's red. It's a red. <laughs> yeah. Well, a crab could use anyone anyway because their eyes come up on stalks. So they need. They don't even need it molded to their face. It'd be very small. They're adaptable. Too, so yeah, it'd be they're a very fraction adaptable. Of the price. Um, and then, this, but so they had this part as like the ending and the kind of focus of this thing. But because they'd had that game section earlier and then didn't fucking mention games at all yeah. during this VR thing, I think because they probably want to distance themselves from the fact that like VR, its main application so far has been for games. Right, and you so can buy a, to be like, this a meta is for everything. Because the meta, the meta, the meta, yeah. meta had a showcase yep. about. Four days ago. Yeah. yeah. And they announced the Meta Quest 3 and it's like, yeah, that's going to be for games and it's going to be $500. It's not going to be $3,500. Yeah, the Well, Quest they also 3. just know like, yeah, the, they're not they're not pitching this to the everyman. There's yeah. no point in them having a part of this trailer where it's going, check it out, you can play Beat Saber on it. Right. Like they just know that that's not... Who they're pitching it to, like, and they had a bit of that of like a guy sitting down with his popcorn, like jumping around the room because he's free, sitting down to watch a movie. Who jumps? Ar- who wants to jump around while watching a movie? The human, <laughs> the human does. It's a no. very human design. This guy, I love the bit of like. His kids were like playing soccer or something, and he was just standing there, fucking glaring at him like yeah. a praying mantis, <laughs> yeah. trying to like because you can film in three D too. I think it's a really cool piece of technology that has no uh, application for the normal person. Yeah. yeah, you think about if you were an interior designer or an architect, mm-hmm. being able to have this on, give it to a client, be in their house, and show them a representation of this is what this room will look like if we knock this wall down or put this thing on there, or like that is. Really cool and impressive, but there is something so strange about this living in this world now where these companies have such a cult around them that there is a presentation that is streamed into every person's house and the casual observer who has, yeah, a MacBook and an iPhone and Mm. likes the way the company does things and then pitching this thing to you that is $3,500, so unattainable for just like the man on the street, but like... That previously, like in the 90s, this would have been something that you just like read about in Wired magazine mm. where it's like, oh, that's what they're using in these big companies now. That's kind of cool. Like the fact that everyone learns about this now and has like a bit at the end where it's like, here's when it'll be available is kind of absurd. Yeah. I, because my brain is Wired magazine to do the gymnastics necessary to justify to myself things that I don't need. <laughs> if you go, well, I don't need a display anymore. I don't need that 4K TV. This is a computer, so I don't need one of those. Yeah. You can see what they're thinking, but for games in particular, this isn't for that. I just think all of that stuff, though, the idea that you will use it to replace your monitor, your TV, your computer, 
I just don't see it panning out that way. Like I just like having this thing on your head and having the screen that close to your eye. Yeah, yeah. I think long term, it's kind of a nice idea, and it's very futuristic. Like I read a thing that was like, yeah, you'll be able to watch Ted Lasso in space. So it's like there's the screens (laughs) in front of you, and then you know it's projecting also like a different environment that you're in. Which, but I just I I can't see people on mass long term. Really connecting with it in that way. Possibly. I will be interested to see if you look back at this in <laughs> AR in 10 years, if it'll be like, oh, who's going to want a little square in their pocket? Yeah. And it's always buzzing and going That I off. get. That Get rid of the phone. But like, one of the things I love about my monitor is I don't have to wear it on my face. Yeah. You know, like, it's not comfortable to wear a VR headset. Yeah. Even the most comfortable one. It's like, no, I like to... Uh, not jump around and do cartwheels while watching movies. But I like to, you know, lay on my couch and watch TV. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's not it's not the ideal way to, to to experience the world. I would because I think the more for me the more because yeah that's the the thing of showing like oh yeah you can like remodel a space that is cool that is sort and of that, like that the first draft version of what you'd cook up with this. That mm. big screen thing works well in like PSVR two and all of that yeah. stuff. Like just playing a normal game on that big screen is cool. Yeah. I don't do it as a normal thing, but the, the the things that are in this that people are saying are cool that already exist in VR. Like the PSVR two has that eye tracking stuff. Yeah, yeah, that sure. really felt cool. Mm. And that's how you like navigate the menus in this is by looking at something and clicking it with by doing the crab motion with your fingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be cool. It is funny uh, that... But, like, you're right that it's potentially going to be something that people don't want to adjust to mm. or that, that is more cumbersome, like, comfort-wise for, for people. I think I could see myself when this is one day not a, a life-ruining proposition financially. Well, it has made the PSVR 2 seem like a budget option. So, you, it, yeah. like, funnily enough... You must feel like you made a shrewd <laughs> investment now. Wrong. Because, <laughs> yeah, what I was going to say before, to me, the more interesting version of this, it's, I mean, yeah, it does have good pra- practical applications for business, but it's a luxury toy. Stop, right. don't treat it like, oh, this can replace all this stuff in your house as a utility. The version of this where they lean in and they are cooking up some kind of cool AR-based game where mm. you've got this thing on, it's showing you a perfect recreation of the room that you're in, but there's little characters running around. If they found an interesting way to do that, mm. that is the interest that that to me would be the interesting selling point. Because it is, it's like it's a crazy expensive piece of tech. Like lean in mm. and treat it like that and do Show it fun, off. cool yeah, stuff yeah. with it. Like yeah. Which I, I think like we're at the point with this thing because it's like a new platform starting. Like when iPhones first came out, it was a similar thing of like, well, this is ridiculous. Like, why would I pay a thousand dollars to have this thing where I could pretend to be drinking a beer <laughs> or like reloading yeah. a shotgun and it goes and like, oh, cool. But I, re- I like, but you're right that the hurdle will be it's like self driving cars and stuff where even if the technology does get there, will people actually want to like, feel comfortable having this thing on their face all the time. Same as with cars. It's like, well, I want to hold the wheel because I feel unsafe otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Even if technically I'm not, even if the car can drive better than me one right, day. Right, 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 which is the case. And I'm more on board with self-driving cars, even though I like to drive. But I think it's because it's not a – it's it's a, very specifically not an inclusive communal piece of technology. Mm. Yeah. Like phones, as much as the like the meme that's been posted in defense of the – uh, Vision Pro of like, you know, laughing at these people with these headsets on is like, 
you know, the photo of the family all staring at their smartphones. Right. Phones do, con- like smartphones have helped to connect the world in a revolutionary way. It's just, mm. It totally changed society, and sometimes, you know, negatively, but mm. ultimately it's for connecting people. Putting on a head... You can't watch a movie with your family with a headset. You, it's there is something incredibly yourself. dystopian about the fact that yeah. it shows a fake representation of your face yes. to the people around I, you. I, I think that's what they're, connected. what they're probably thinking about when trying to add those features too, is mm. like trying to make it look like you're not wearing it right. by having you look like a goggle-eyed freak peering through an aquarium yeah, at yeah. everybody. But like when that stuff gets better and better and becomes more accept, like I could see it being the case in however many years that I, I, yeah, we, I, we're accustomed to it. I Maybe, think yeah. we're also because we're on the verge of like another global recession. Mm. I think it's bad timing. I don't think yeah. that even if every like, you know, like C-suite of every major corporation in the world outfits everyone you know, at the top level with these. Yeah. Mm. Uh, even if the next one down is like a thousand bucks, like people aren't spending a thousand bucks on, on so this kind of thing. There's just something so weird about like the concept think. of people were people were feeling very overworked mm. and like mm. their jobs were demanding so many more hours of them or they felt like they had to give those hours to stay competitive in their place of work. Then we have the pandemic and people's schedules are able to change and they're able to work from home and get more time with their families and stuff. And The quiet quitting movement yeah. thing, yeah. And then moving forward, having that kind of like workplaces realising like, oh, you know, you've got the freedom to have a day at home and all that kind of stuff. To then now this kind of push of like... You're probably working at home, but you've got this headset on that's like beaming you in mm-hmm. to like a fake representation of the boardroom. Like there's something so weirdly in between. That, <laughs> and again, it's like, yeah, uh, this is such an overused thing, but it is it, like it is so Black Mirror. Yeah. Like just that someone cooking that up is like, oh, this is desirable. This is what people are going to want. Yeah. If we put this in our presentation, that, people are going to lap it up. That bit in the presentation of like the father who, yeah, I think it's like breakfast time and the kids are, you know, uh, up for getting ready for school and he's like got Microsoft Excel or, you know, whatever, Apple numbers in his the corner of his thing doing work stuff. It's mm. like, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> that's but bad. There's, there's always the people in the cyberpunk things where, you know, there's one guy being like, these goddamn splices are walking around with their fucking metal legs. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, it's a... And he's right. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I reckon I'm, I'm going to... I would fully submerge into... Plug me into robot world. Well, I'd love to try one of these on because the the form factor of it and everything it does seem very lightweight and and nice to wear. I think, especially because we come with experience that are still not most people have. <laughs> of uh, speech. you put the word R in, otherwise <laughs> you would have been fine. The uh, the fact that we've used a bunch of VR headsets mm-hmm, and right. so have this um, uh, uh, preconception with them, where it's like, yeah, it's bulky and it makes you feel sick. And you know, we've been kind of going down the line as they're getting mm. uh, slimmer and slimmer. And like, I love my uh, MetaQuest Two. Yes. Um, but yeah, the they had a uh, presentation earlier in the week too, where they mm-hmm. announced their. New one, which will be, yeah, obviously a fraction of the Vision Pro. It's a slightly better screen, slightly better hardware. Slightly better out-facing cameras again. Yeah, Yeah. and just just reduced in size and kind of looking at it and thinking like, well, that's probably enough for me to like – 
get that little upgrade to go like, wow, the future really is here. Look how mm. look how lightweight and easy to wear this thing is now. Too. Sure, also, tapping the side and not having like, you know, uh, night vision fucking grainy security yeah. camera cameras. Yeah, like that difference will be maybe not even enough for me to get one. Like the stuff that I'm doing on the MetaQuest Two is like all I can imagine. Wanting to do, I'm playing not occasional quite, yeah. physical It'd, games. Not quite yet. It'd be maybe I'd like yeah, sell mine and yeah. upgrade if I was yeah, if some stuff came out, if I had a try of it. Uh, mm. But yeah, like also funny that their their presentation was sort of the only one of the last uh, couple of weeks that's had VR in it. That's had any kind of focus on some decent games <laughs> like yeah. power watch simulator vr yes yes yeah finally i know i wonder some confirmation how that will feel because if you're having to hold your arms up for as long as it takes to do a level in power oh, yeah. watch simulator it might be really uncomfortable but uh you're describing a lot of people's jobs <laughs> Exactly, and I don't yeah. think anyone's going like you know what's great about my washing job the comfort. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. The, the, it, it's look at these hands, guys. Very soft. <laughs> <laughs> but then, look yeah, at like, these every part of my body, guys. <laughs> very soft. Beat Saber is, I guess, purposefully an exercise game, right? But it's not. Uh, I mean, yeah, using those controllers, like really gripping them because they will fly away. Otherwise, they they are comfortable. Like yep. of all the controllers yeah. I've used, and the Quest. Two is really cool, and I'm sure that the three, like, um, there weren't that many games in there for me where I was like, oh, great. Like, it's still this sort of VR desert at the moment where... A little bit. There's not that sort of next whatever thing it is to... to it's, yeah, it's definitely of everything out there, though, if you're curious. Like, at this point now, mm. I think the the price of the two will drop a little bit, so... Now, if you've if you've been curious, well, maybe drop back to what it was before well, yeah, they brought the before price they brought it up. up. Yeah, but if you're curious and you've got the disposable income, I mean, we can all we've talked about it before. We can all recommend the Quest Two. It's yeah. a, still a luxury, but you know, you get your Beat Saber, your Super Hot Moss is really good. Mm-hmm. Power Wash will probably be good. Like you know, there's a the climb, Resident Evil Four, Fisherman's the Climb. Tale, there's yeah. enough stuff on there that's like you've got a good little bank on there. It's a it's for, for what you're getting, like the hardware all being in it. Uh, and, yeah, now that you're seeing what VR can end up costing, right. it's, a, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty attractive price point. And it's a different thing because they do benefit from having Apple be like ours is for... Because, like, they're sort of making a different product and that Quest Pro is 2000 whatever dollars. That's their yes. version of Where that, yeah. They must all think there's some market for this because they're trying there, to do it. There is. Yeah. It's like companies that are getting venture capital funding, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Those companies ones where their banks are all going under now yeah, too, exactly. you know? Like, <laughs> it's those companies and they've it's, got to get in them. before that bubble bursts and they all start getting eaten yes but yeah the the they've only got a like that budget line at facebook i guess yeah just has to even out and they just have to sell enough to people who are also basically facebook yeah <laughs> you yeah. know all of those officers and then go okay well, cool we got that tech we figured it out we made them we we uh what's the word we uh, <laughs> Sailboat Broke even oh. We right. broke even And then the other stuff The consumer stuff Is where we'll hopefully make a profit Yeah And once you have those like Over-engineered ones It makes it easier to make The, the, the lower tier ones yeah. Hypothetically later And it just, like You're right That there is enough In any VR thing now To justify Having one You don't need to have A Hydra's worth of them Like mm. I do I'm not <laughs> I don't But like It It I'm 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 
invested in the. I, I like VR as a, a, a imaginary thing that it isn't yet. Mm. That I yeah. like what the Apple thing is doing to seem like it's pushing towards that future that I can uh, see in 4K it, yeah. for each eye. VR, <laughs> yeah, VR kind of working alongside AR. Like the the Mario Kart, uh, what's it called, home circuit thing with yeah. the little remote control oh, car yeah. that was <laughs> yeah. showing you your living room. That's cool. Like yeah. that, that is that kind of shows the proof of concept of like, yeah, having a little interacting with these little characters in your in a representation of the physical space that you're in. It's neat. It's mm. a neat idea. Like it would be cool to see this tech get to a point where companies like Nintendo who don't want to be charging $4,000 for the technology can start to kind of they want get to be into it and put it, their... Yeah. Well, they, they just they, they just won't ever do it. No, like if, if that's the only way they can make their headset, they're not going to do it for another like 10 years. It yeah. was cool. Do you remember the 3DS came with those little cards where if you put mm. them on the table and they, they would pop up a little yeah. Animal Crossing that or sick. whatever? Yeah. yeah. That, it's awesome. The stuff is so cool and just, you know, one day. The, yeah. the, using the camera... In the 3DS to take a photo of your face, and then remember that little built-in game on it. Oh, where and you'd it would shoot then, the helicopters would, of yeah, your face. Yeah, it would put a little helicopter on your 3D head, and it'd fly <laughs> around, and you'd have to like use the gyroscope thing to aim and yeah. shoot your own head down. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I've always wanted to do, but never had the courage. <laughs> it's uh, no. it's cool, like a, an AR thing where it like takes a scan of your head, and then it's a version of you. In front of, you know, like a clone game of you, like stuff, you know, there are so many cool creative applications that it yeah. could get to if it just becomes, yeah, more accessible for the casual gamer, which means that then, yeah, fun creative developers can put the time and resources into developing stuff for it. I mm. think if one day they find a way to actually make that stuff the more seamless option compared to a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse for Mr. Joe Average, right, mm. who is imaginary anyway. But yeah, like, I, I I could see it come, but I, at least in 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 game terms, the the more interesting thing out of the Apple thing was this porting stuff. Having Hideo Kojima show up and be like, "We're making Death Stranding for for Mac," and he's then, just like he's he's getting around town. He's well, like, "Oh, so, yeah. I love Sony. I'm putting my games on Sony. I love Sony. Thanks for all the money, Sony." Do you know who Hideo, oh, Apple? <laughs> you know who Hideo Kojima loves to mm. Hideo Kojima. He does because yeah. yeah. they they put out this trailer for a thing called Hideo Kojima Connecting World. Worlds, mm. which is Kojima Productions' first, like, real-life film. Yeah, it's a doco. About Hideo Kojima and all these, like, talking head directors being like, yep. God, he's cool. He's so cool. He's a genius, you know. He's really <laughs> figured it out. And it, like, makes sense. It's a, it's a promo thing and, like, mm. they've got to do that and whatever. The annoying but- thing is, is that given what his influences are, it will be made in a very American style. Because mm. the Japanese style of documentary, like that one about uh, Miyazaki... The, yes. the Ghibli one. Yes. Where it's like so lo-fi mm. and it's just him. There's no narration. There's no yeah. talking heads. It's just him hanging out, punching darts. Pottering around. Pontificating <laughs> about what it's like to be nearly dead. It's yeah. like that yeah. kind of vibe, fly on the wall style <laughs> yeah. would be awesome to see of Kojima. Like a Kojima doco made by someone who's not Kojima yeah, would yeah. be Great. Uh, it, there's a funny bit. I watch. It's like a two minute trailer, and there's a bit in it where um, he's like in the boardroom with, I guess, like the the, the, the top people at, at Kojima Productions. He's like, ah, vibe really got nicer in here once we turned the cameras on, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then like it cuts to like a couple of them laugh, but some of them like, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it is I almost like see... we felt like we had to behave now. <laughs> Hideo Kojima can't stop. Like, it's the... Right. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the, like, the, the doco that's... All. Yeah, mm. him at the party... And he's just chewing Nicholas winding Reffin's ear off. And yeah. then, like, the camera hangs on Nicholas as Kojima walks off. And he's just like, oh, what a punish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see that version of this talk go. <laughs> There's a, a, a part in it, too, where it's like the world's first video game auteur. Like, is he? Uh, no. Miyamoto, maybe? Yeah. I mean, like, he, he made a game a long time ago and he became an auteur. But, yeah, you're like... Probably Miyamoto, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's. He's like a guy who is yeah. He he like he sort of is one of the few guys who people are as into like the cult of personality with him mm. as they are with the product that he puts out, which isn't. People think Miyamoto is like a cool, nice guy, but they're not. You know, he's not on Twitter. He's not like you know yeah. posting photos. He of has dignity. Stuff he's watched. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to see. I, I don't know. There's enough of him coming out wearing like a Pikmin shirt, being like, "Hey, well, that's true." He's he's De Niro now. I think he's, he's just on right. camera less. As he's getting older, he's uh, yeah, he's getting less. I, I, I would like to see yeah. the documentary that had footage from him walking past the the the, the um animal planet, oh, whatever yeah, that was called. Yeah. Office, being like, could this be Star Fox or what? Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, that'd that be a- the narration of like. But he wasn't perfect. Yeah, that is a guy. He'd walk around life. sticking his fucking beak into <laughs> stuff that was none of his business. That is a guy whose life story would make a fascinating doco. Yeah, because yeah. he's just been at the same damn company for thirty-five, forty years. Yeah, it's real Jiro dreams of sushi stuff. <laughs> it like, really is. yeah, you just Miyamoto's dedicated son. to one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Miyamoto's son opening a second Nintendo <laughs> on the other was side of the country. The guy the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That's um. Yeah. That's the Apple. That's the Apple conference done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Miyamoto, Nintendo like put out a couple of weird trailers, just sort of out of nowhere. Probably in lieu of them doing a direct during this sort of game promotion season mm-hmm. that we're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which was for Pikmin Four mm-hmm. for like the character creator, which I didn't know they had that in there. That's kind of cool. I mean, they, yeah, they, the character, there's been like a new main one that you play as in every, in all the yeah. three Pikmin mm-hmm. already. And Olimar. they all look. Two others, three or something. Abe. Oh, nice. Okay. Good well and, pulled. And uh, someone else. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're all goofy looking. They look like kind of, I like the art style, but yeah. they, they look like kind of me, character creator. Right. Little, little things anyway. And uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm on record on on here frequently saying I don't care for character creation, but goddamn if I aren't excited for this one. <laughs> if I aren't, you you use the word we I swapped aren't. words yeah. from our sentences. You guys have both had what two coffees each? I've had like four. I'm four. fucking out of my mind at the moment because it took me a long time to get here. Yeah, and but you were on a train. But I I had to get off and do like replacements oh, and stuff. Not, well, so every fair, sort yeah. of portion of the journey, every it was port. almost <laughs> like my my brain reset. That I was just starting my day. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I didn't know that. Adam yeah. heard the uh, Adam heard the term a whore in every port. And he <laughs> thought that meant coffee. <laughs> yeah, I heard that term on my morning commute this morning. Came over first the metro. Thing, yeah, yeah, first thing in the morning, a filthy old man at the train station. <laughs> oh. I came here. I thought I was getting in here pretty early. I opened the mm. door. Lights were on. Adam was sitting on the couch, just already flipping me off as I opened the door. <laughs> I heard you shuffling up. Yeah, yeah. Middle heard, fingers up. Heard me fiddling with my keys for ten minutes. <laughs> but yeah, Pikmin uh, character creator. They also just randomly dropped an announcement of a game called Everybody One Two Switch. 
a... I'd forgotten that we'd heard the rumours of this. About mm. a year ago, there was a leaker who announced... Uh, who leaked a bunch of other stuff that ended up coming to fruition. Right. And one of the things that they'd included that they heard internally was that, yes, Nintendo had worked on a sequel to One Two Switch, a launch game on the Switch that oh boy. even the original was met with, uh, you know, pretty tepid response. Yeah. It should have been a pack-in, mm. and even if it was, it would have been poorly reviewed, but yeah. it, it wasn't. No one bought it because it seemed shit, and it apparently was. We played it at that, like, pre-Switch launch thing, and mm-hmm. I thought it was cool to have a tech demo of the little, right. of the Joy-Cons, yep. but beyond that, uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't much at all. And then they've been making this sequel to it, which this this leak Apparently suggested was so awful. It tested <laughs> horribly internally. Yeah, and they had shelved it because they they as the as the leak went, it got to a point where they just went, we can't, it, we just can't fix this up. Wow. It's testing so appallingly, and now all of a sudden, uh, an announcement that it's out at the. End of this month, mm-hmm. so quite soon, yeah. from announcement to release, no trailer, no screenshots. Uh, one, one like a promotional image a, a is promo- the only like thing yeah. I've seen the, the of like... cover art kind of thing. Like a horse. Yep. Yeah, with yep. a, yeah, one yeah. of those rubber horse head mask things. I, it's, I know that like a week ago we were like, ah, oh, yeah, Gollum's bad, but I don't know if I'm interested in like so bad it's good type of stuff. I'm wrong about that. <laughs> oh. I, I want to play this. I mean, it's it's... It's out in like four weeks and they're like, yeah, we'll share some more information soon. When? <laughs> it's Fuck. out so soon. Yeah, I wonder if that means I, – because I, I, they do announce whether they're doing those directs pretty close to when they actually take place. Mm-hmm. Could be. So they maybe. also announced a couple of new – Joy-Con colours. I mean, this is real yeah. sort of death rattle stuff that you see from um, at the end of at the last couple of year of every console, right? A bunch of new games for the online service, yep. like, you know, a bunch of SNES and Oh, NES like games. Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff. yeah. So it's like, oh, that's weird. But I guess, I guess, yeah, this is their really, un- like, if they packaged this together as a direct, people would have been like, ugh. Well, and they... I, don't really remember the particulars of the one from sort of towards the start of this year, but I kind of remember watching being like, okay. Yeah. Like, I think it was, it was not some bad, Zelda but it was, in it. Yeah, yeah. I think they dated Pikmin and showed off more of that because they hadn't, all they'd shown previously was just the logo. I That's guess right. that was when Metroid, they were like, they surprise dropped yeah. Metroid. Yeah. They surprise dropped the, That's right. the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance stuff being on the Switch online. That's right. There was some cool stuff. Yeah, in yeah. That, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't bad. But I yeah. think you're right that it is like. I think I've said this before, but prediction is towards the end of the year, similar thing to before the Switch came out, where they'll they're saving everything for a September October Switch to here's the Metroid the, Prime yeah. Four logo updated. That's it. Yeah. The only thing they could do if they did have a direct around E three time would be here is Metroid Four and it's out at the end of the year as their big holiday game. Yep. Sure. Which is still kind of possible, but I just think they'd be they'd be shuffling it over, surely. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. And Tears of the Kingdom will probably... I mean, that's been uh, a massively huge selling game already, but they'll probably just go, well, we've got enough stuff for like a Christmassy sort of period. We've got these new colours. It'll be fine. Right, right. Next March will be the Switch 2 or whatever it is. I think Pikmin will do well. Like, that's a series that enough people like as their little... Like, the actual sort of swan song of Mm. the console. I'm I'm sceptical about this. Being that soon, I, for, right. I don't know why everything else in this generation for Nintendo 
COVID onwards, I guess, mm. has been massively pushed back. Like the, mm. there was that year where it's like, oh yeah, we've we've had to delay half of our first party games by like six months to a year. Like I, I don't know why. I just think maybe mm. that would be a little optimistic. I reckon yeah. maybe we we hear about it for the first time sometime start of next year. Right. Maybe it comes out end of next year possibly i suppose i'm thinking of it like it should have been out already right yeah and this is the already delayed schedule where like tears of the kingdom would have been on both or whatever Mm -hmm. i kind of think the fact that the pro didn't happen Mm -hmm. when it seemed like that was going to and it seems like that was the thing that really got affected by COVID, and they just went we can't get this out that that means that they probably got working on the successor quicker than they otherwise might have like they just abandoned that and like yeah, put a lot of that work then into the, this, yeah, the mm. follow-up. Uh, yeah, or whether that pro was the two or whatever. It, right. Whatever. Yeah. Or just the, yeah, the same things that, that killed the pro also delayed even working on the next one. True. You know, because yeah. it's like, well, we, if there's no parts, there's no uh, certainty around the supply. Like, I, I assume it's just pushed everything way back. But yeah. Possibly. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll hopefully find out in the next couple of months. You can never tell with no. Nintendo. They'll no. just be silent for a while and then go like, oh, by the way. Oh, and also because this everything's going so well still. You know, it's like Switch is selling, you know, millions and millions of units. All of the yeah. games, like... Tears of the Kingdom's going great. Every, every like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is still it's still the highest selling. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like it, it there, is, I mean, there's it, probably it, no rush for them financially. There's to, not to have it, to do it. It has already hung around longer than most mm. uh, console iterations do. There was a thing in their last financial. Hey, they released the OLED model. That's that true. Counts. It's true. It's something. It's, it's something. something. <laughs> uh, Got me to the shops for some <laughs> yeah. fucking reason. They uh their last financial meeting thing that there's always just the odd little interesting thing in there where mm-hmm. they talk about, you know, they'll say, oh, we're not thinking about the new thing until this time frame. Yeah. Uh, I think this, they didn't quite, they had some like pretty lofty expectation of the number of switches that they would sell in the last quarter or whatever. And they didn't quite hit it Okay. for like, maybe not the first time, but I mean, that seemed to me like maybe a thing where they would go, all right, we're sort of getting to the point where, Everyone that wants one of these has one. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. we are getting to they the point where be. we're going to start to see the decline. If we couldn't quite hit that expectation that we had, well, then maybe it is time to start getting those, you know, that user base back into a new thing. I have anecdotal evidence that my <laughs> sister is going to buy one. Yes. And she hasn't owned a video game console ever. <laughs> Tell me the day that she gets one Because the next day The Switch 2 will get an (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's good Which She she was like Which one should I get? I'm like Just get the normal one Don't get the OLED one Maybe even the light Honestly Like will she even play it on the TV? No, yeah, she will She she doesn't like the handheld thing But I was like You're not going to care About the next one You've got seven years of games to play Yeah, but people keep asking me Who are pretty casual with gaming They're like Uh should I buy one or are they just about to announce the new one? Mm. And I'm like, well, they might be, but you don't care. Like, <laughs> right. Even if, like, I'd be ja- I'd be going in day one for sure to get whatever new game they put on it, but you're not going to want that if it's only got, you know, one or two games on it. Right. You get in now, you can get a used one at a good price. You've yep. got the inter- – people have this th- thing of like – oh, there's going to be no point if the new thing's just about to come out. It's like, yeah, but you've got the entire library there just waiting for you. It's like, not it's an iPhone. Time to yeah. Go yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, I guess, if you're used to it being like phones and stuff, where yeah. it's like mm. you just want to get the most current. It's like, no, you get in now and you get the 
the best of the last seven years. Yeah. At maybe not a cheaper price, knowing Nintendo, but you know, like it's the best time to get one. If yeah. you're only going to use it on the TV too, yeah, get one of the non OLED ones. Yeah. Just go on eBay, find someone who's selling their original one with all their games. Like, yeah, you'd yeah, probably yeah. be able to get a good little packet for like 700 that's got a ton of stuff. Oh, yeah. Speaking of being able to get a good little packet with a ton of stuff, <laughs> if you're feeling like doing that, oh, yeah. but you're not interested in games, but somehow you're midway through this podcast, yeah. but you do have a lot of body hair that you don't want on you anymore. I let think us- that's a pretty likely set of circumstances. <laughs> let us honestly. know if you just listen to the ads. Yeah. yeah. I only yeah. listen to filthy. Ca- I'm not a nerd. I only listen to filthy casuals for the ads. <laughs> a lot of people do like the ads. I've been seeing people saying they like the ads. We do a good job of them. That's well, right. We're professionals. <laughs> but we won't push it too much and I'll get to what it is for. Manscaped. They yes. make uh, a bunch of things that cut hair on your body. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. And they make a bunch of other stuff too. They're, they make good products. The yes. lawnmower 4.0 is the big front man. It is the big front the man. Thing, dancing it's the around singer. up yeah, there. Yeah. Wiggling about. And you're like, ah, oh, Betty's awful off stage. <laughs> but he's not. All he's right, actually baby, lovely. Uh, it's me, the lawnmower yeah. 4.0. It could take me, get me a little bit wet. But like, I'm not going to say I'm fully waterproof because you can't say it about any technology, really, unless it's like. I a think flipper. they do. I a do flipper it. you can say that oh on guitar it's the weed whacker 2.0 everybody welcome to the stage <laughs> uh, they've got body wash yeah on base he's the yeah the <laughs> fake little newspaper that comes in the gift pack right, all the yeah, roadies yeah. coming out unzipping the little bag that you get yep. with it to set them up they make oh. good things uh, Imagine you- having a, a beard trimmer tech <laughs> who goes around with you, he's like sets it up, he's check, tuning check, it. Yeah, yeah. Check. <laughs> ch- ch- shave, 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 shave. One, two, one, two. Uh, we haven't described what they are <laughs> from yeah. that. A better way to figure out what they are for yourself is go to manscaped.com. And then once you decide what you want to get, if you mm-hmm. use the code filthy and uh, type that in. Yeah, yeah you type when, it in at checkout. When prompted, yes. uh, you'll get 20% off and free shipping, which uh pretty cool. Yeah. It's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Hot down, summer in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> Shave down, hit the beach. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah the lawnmower 4.0, great body hair trimmer. That's what it is. Endorsed. We've now covered it. And, and what the product is. And yeah. advertised. 20% off, free shipping. Filthy. Filthy. Oh, such a good deal. Uh, anything else, or should should we talk about uh, Street Fighter? I've been, I think I've been playing. it's time to talk about Street Fighter. I, think I played it might Diablo be time. as well. Do you, which way round? Uh, should we just do a bit on Di- Diablo? Do a bit on Diablo. You talked about it last week. Yeah. I've gone Diablo. in as well. It's 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 launched now. I've been playing yes. it a bit. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I'm having an all right time. I think it's a really good game. I think it might be the best game in the franchise. Uh, maybe mm. I I liked two at the time, but for right now, yeah, four is the one. <laughs> the, I think so. It's more it's current twice than as good two. as two. I've had a couple of bits and pieces <laughs> of like. It's not twice as good. Well, it's double what two is. No, uh, it's the fourth in a linear <laughs> p- progression of numbers. All right. Agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, I've had a couple of like sort of connection-y rubber banding laggy oh, really? sort of bits and pieces because I guess the servers are under high load. There's a weird thing too. Yeah, I haven't played it since it launched actually. It So 
th- they've said they'll fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can't change the resolution in game. It will only do the resolution that your monitor is set to. So oh. if you've got like a monitor that's set to 4K, but you want to play something at 1440p because that's what your computer can handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that weird of a situation. Pretty common. You got to go in and fuss around with the Windows settings and stuff, which is Whoa. like just little bits and pieces that are annoying like that. That's like, stupid. Yeah. But uh, overall, <laughs> it's like running nicely. I'm enjoying playing it. It's it's that Diablo thing of like you click and a monster dies. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel like a god. Every time I click my mouse, <laughs> a monster <laughs> dies. Stop clicking your mouse then. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm, I'm having an all right time. I'm Diablo not- Catorce. <laughs> I hated it when they updated our phones and put Diablo on everyone's phone. <laughs> that would be sick. Well, Diablo Immortal, if you want it. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an enjoyable game. There's a ton in there. It is a big game. It's a big game. It's a big map. There's, I mean, it's it is honestly, it's like if you took Diablo two and doubled it. <laughs> I disagree with that. You I think it's the fourth <laughs> sequentially in the series. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> uh. There, there, yeah, there's not a ton more to say about it that you didn't really say last week. I agree that it's just like a, a, an enjoyable time that is like really, really letting me get some levels and some loot yeah. fast and satisfyingly. There's a, uh, we got a bunch of uh, patron opinions. Well, just quick, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not loving the story necessarily. I find it like a bit whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the one thing that's not as good as the previous ones, I reckon. Yeah, like it's not terrible, but it's just all a bit like... Um, I think the presentation of it is better, but yeah. maybe the, there's less to invest in. Yeah, I'm not sure sure what it is, but like there's not really any characters that are making me go like, oh, I'm interested to see what this person right. has to say or whatever. Yeah. But it's also not... It's weirdly more the focus of the game than it was in previous ones and also very much not. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can totally disregard it and just click around for four hours and have a good time. Yeah, and the other thing that has happened since launch uh, is that they've brought online the the the, the real money shop, mm. um, but it's still using the tokens that you buy them for X amount and then okay. your brain doesn't figure out how to do the exchange rate properly so you spend more than you might have wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and the things are always like, it costs this much. So if you buy the lowest amount of tokens, you can't afford it, and then if you buy the next most bonus tokens, it's like you've got, got you just two thirds too many or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, and it's too, more expensive. If you spend a hundred and whatever dollars, then you get the two thousand extra tokens. Yes. So hey, best value. No, yeah, it makes value. sense. <laughs> no, but like it, it's <laughs> it's only cosmetic. It is all cosmetic. It's more expensive than most games. Cosmetic yes. stuff is, um, which is kind of weird. But I, I, it, it, it is more of a um look they're not doing something that other people aren't doing yeah it's not something that is and it's not uh pay to win like it's not helping game progress it's just but 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 it's there and it's overpriced uh and worth mentioning but it isn't like uh that much of a detriment if you want to ignore it right right and if people think it's over overpriced not overvalued they should not buy it, and if and if they very don't, much what I'm doing. If they don't buy it, maybe Activision will lower the price. I don't know. Someone someone's buying it. Clearly, yeah. People are out there snapping this shit up, and Which, I've got a yeah. fucking you know uh, Master Chief sitting on my Fortnite account that 
Oh, yeah. means that I have the disease that they're preying upon. Well, but, but yeah, I mean, when the game is free to get, then, yes. then you can buy a couple of those things. And would, even if yes. you do a bit of it, it's like, okay, well, I play this game a lot. I love it. I've ended up just spending what this game would have cost if it was a game that cost money. So that's okay. But when you're already spending whatever it is, you know, the full price of a game yeah. to then be asked to do more of this stuff. It's, but yeah. it's not required. Like it's, it's not required. And it's, that being said, yeah, what is in this game? armor just from playing the game and what is in the game totally a full game's worth of stuff it's yeah. massive and like i'm enjoying playing it and there's a ton there to to do so I, it's 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 pretty fun i mean if nintendo turned around and went spend 30 dollars in tears of the kingdom and you can run around as wario yeah. I'd be there in a fucking second. Exactly. It's <laughs> right. just like it's like uh, yeah. which you can you can buy an amiibo yeah so well, in this one, the all the stuff that you get from the amiibo you can find in game. Oh, okay, that's it's good. Just they just give anyway. you like meat and stuff, right? Yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of them just. I love meat though. That's true. <laughs> that's my favorite Legend of Zelda character: meat, <laughs> raw meat, raw prime meat. Oh, um, sir. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm having to mix some of that with some. Uh, what are they called? Skydy lions. Is that what they're called? Uh, <laughs> Sun, Sunday lions. Sunday lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat yeah. this raw meat; it'll make you feel a little bit better. But cook <laughs> this meat with some salt; it'll bring you back to life, Dude, brother. It's just <sighs> like real life. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it make is. you run faster for longer. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm annoyed with Tears of the Kingdom because uh, there's a, the way it structures like the run to the final boss. You mm. can't. Got, wait, let's do maybe let's do some Tears of the Kingdom at the end because oh, I got some okay. stuff as well. Okay. okay. Uh, people, people on our uh, Patreon, which they must have gone to patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod. Mm-hmm. They've got Diablo thoughts. Yeah, they certainly do. Todd uh, says Diablo 4 continues to be the best podcast video game around. I think you mean filthy casuals is the best video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I've edited that for you. Um, but yeah, uh, also props to them for making it so easy to play couch cop with my spouse. In a way that is a lost art for video games. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done any of that. I'm playing it on PC and uh, don't have anyone in my life. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were considering doing some co-op at some point. We just haven't yet. Super mm. easy to do in yes. the game too. All of that stuff is uh, is is well implemented. Uh, David says, only level 20, but it feels very good to play. You can feel the progression from the third game. Um, it's 25% better. Again. I think I, it's 25% the next one in the series. Okay, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about the end game with the cost of respecking and the Paragon board system seeming full on. But we'll have lots of fun getting there at least. Mm. Um, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'm nowhere near end game stuff yet, but certainly in regular game, there's... there's and we'll talk about a similar uh, phenomenon with Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. It feels just massive and like, oh, cool, I could play this game for as many hours as I want. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know yeah. if, yeah, maybe there's some problems with the endgame stuff that would cause concern. Again, this is someone else also speculating, so... Oh, sure. Uh, Diablo 4 is the perfect game from Craig. This is from Craig. Perfect game to play while listening to a podcast. Wow. People are like me. Multitask, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Diablo um, should do, like, Grand Theft Auto radio station style and just, like, license pods. Hey, to we're be, free. To be well, blurry. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it. We could do a pretend podcast set in Diablo world. We'll yeah. be like, 
Uh, traffic report, a lot of monsters out there on the five. <laughs> That's just one of the ideas that we might come to you with. Yeah. Mm, now, he's okay. Freebird. <laughs> uh, That's a cool video we should make. Okay. Let's Diablo do it. Diablo Radio. The story, this is still Craig, the story is engaging enough, but you can also turn your brain off and just run around the world and kill things and earn XP and loot, which is yeah. what this game franchise is. To me. I'm certainly have fun, having fun. Have fun in. God damn it. <laughs> Is there a way to Speaking flush? of turning your brain off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this podcast in Diablo mode. And a lot of people are saying it's the perfect podcast You're meant game. to turn it off and on again. Skip, skip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're but, listening to a podcast while you're doing this podcast. <laughs> which is why you're finding it hard to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the... Yes, I... Uh, think I agreed with whatever that one was saying that I've forgotten. Sorry, <laughs> bad, but inessential. Yes. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, because we put the call out for Street Fighter 6 and uh, and D4, thinking that, you know, Street Fighter 6 is the new game, but a uh, lot of lot of mostly Diablo stuff. Um, PDC mm-hmm. says uh, they've been a huge fan since the first one, but given Blizzard's recent form, Ooh. their expectations are pretty low, but yeah. uh, they've never been more happy to be wrong. Um, I hate being wrong. I've. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes I like to be happy to be wrong. I like. Oh no! <laughs> it's spreading. <It's> <laughs> if I'm wrong in a way that I can learn from, yes, I right. like that. If it's, you're pleasantly surprised, oh, that's yeah. the worst kind. No, I love a lesson. <laughs> it's like being at fucking school. Yuck! Uh, Every time I fuck up, it's deliberate because I actually enjoy being wrong. <laughs> uh, they're absolutely hooked. Microtransaction crap has been out of sight, out of mind so far. Yep. Yeah, so, the, fair enough. The only way it's been bothering me is because it has, you know, when like on a tab it'll have a little exclamation mark thing to show like, oh, there's new stuff to look at here. I hate having those. I yes. want them gone. Yeah. It's like having a notification on your phone where you just have to go and investigate. Yep. And it does do that unless you've looked at every fucking available piece of armor and whatever, yeah. which is a bit like, get out of my face. I hate going into an options stuff. menu where it's got like a, a game that's got like a compendium. So like any time right. yeah. you come across a new thing, it adds it to, and just seeing the little... Hey, there's some new stuff in yeah. here. It's like, I oh, know, I know it's there. I just, I, d- I, don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> I don't want to read four pages of lore about this one monster. Well, boy, Street Fighter Six is doing a lot of them little red dots, and you're getting a lot of stuff to, uh, to go have a look at. That there. is true. What is this? Just, a sniper rifle convention? Just quickly, a lot of, a little, lot red of little dots. What is this? A laser pointer yep. convention? <laughs> and I tell you what, the presentations at those conventions confusing. <laughs> They happen across the road from each other on the same day. <laughs> yeah, really complicated PowerPoint. How many unread emails do you have in your inbox? Oh, Zero. Great question. But I haven't actually read them. I've just marked as unread. <laughs> 39,317. Whoa! Oh, that's just heartbreaking. I've I'm got two, but it's because I haven't checked my phone <laughs> since I drove here. Okay. Yeah. Busy boy. Um <laughs> I used to be a clear out every day and then I think I was on an overseas trip where I wasn't getting like reliable internet and all the just mailing list stuff back banked up. And but for 39th, were you on an overseas trip for 11 years? <laughs> oh no, this was ages ago and I just went, that kind of shook me out of the thing of really needing to have it. Cl- right, you know what I mean? I yeah. came back and I was like, well, I'm never getting through this. That's fucked up, man. <sighs> I know. I like file my, you know, for taxes, I I file certain emails under receipts. Like, it's all organised. Get a lo- the it's fucking all- odd couple over here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're kind of in the middle. Yeah, I'm hanging out. I've, I've, you've, I don't you've, technically have any unread emails, right. but I couldn't tell you what's in my inbox. Sure, sure, I've just sure. got so many. I really need to do it. Like, so many just 
spam and mailing lists. Like I get up in the morning and there'll be 20 new ones and they're just all That's mailing this stuff where I just look at and go, okay, well, none of them are actually emails. Mm-hmm. On with my day. If you can stomach the number being there, then live your life, dude. Yeah. I can. And it felt like a... It really felt like a momentous moment well, to kind of to break through that barrier and be like, I don't even see the number anymore. Because I was going to say, <laughs> at my lowest moments, I've had like 2,000 or something right. sitting there. But those were probably actually my lowest email moments, but my highest life moments because <laughs> okay. I had other stuff to do. Yeah. But now... Zero notifications, but I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I'm almost <laughs> 20 times your lowest moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're one of those people who are like, that. <laughs> my rock bottom was I got so drunk at a Christmas party that I was embarrassed. Yeah, and then yeah. you get up next to you like, I killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter Six has a bunch of notifications because there's a ton of fucking stuff going on in that game and I'm loving it. One of the first things Bitch. that so I got good. notified of when I opened it up was the collaboration between Street Fighter Six and Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wow. I took a screenshot of it because yeah. literally the first time you <laughs> turn the game on, it's like, guess what? It's Burritoville, baby. Fuck. They've got like a little just notification board that shows up and some of those things are like the collabs that I guess they're going to keep doing. And I love... Don't get me wrong. I love a funny collab. It's yeah. the world we live in now. Everything's got to be crossing over with two other brands. And sure. Capcom are good at them. Capcom aren't good at them. But I like I was playing on a computer that I wasn't using a VPN on. And it did right. annoy me that it came up because it's like, you know that there's not a Chipotle anywhere near me. Right, this is yeah. irritating. Because it, is it something like you go in there and you get little points for in the game or something? Sure. So it's like, but well, it's not going to be like Street Fighter 6 Cross Zagamis. Come it should at, do you remember be. Zagami's? <laughs> yeah. No. It oh. was like uh, attached to like an RSL, right? It was like a restaurant. It was like a, yeah. a suburban Melbourne yeah. Yeah, institution. Okay. I got a Chinese burn there once. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you meant to call them anymore, but this happened in the 90s. Uh, I think you call them dumplings now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you Overcooked. were uh, I, I thought you were um, misremembering the name of Zambrero's. No, no, no. The nah. Aussie Chipotle. <laughs> I guess that is. I guess that is Guzman? more. Yeah, yeah, Guz. Mm. But, GMG. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of shit in here. Some of it is like, it, it, they're clear, this is a live service game in one element. And so they're going to, there's like uh, a, a place where uh, I've, I've, I've started in the middle. Well, the thing that all I'm the doing this memento style. mention is that uh, they really, really learnt from the botched launch of Street Fighter V. Right. right. Came out really lacking in features in... Lacking in single player stuff to do, even lacking in online stuff. I think the from what I read, the competitive scene took a while to get around it because they just didn't, they just hadn't fleshed it out properly. Yes. It wasn't a finished game when it launched, and so yeah, they've they've launched this with just so much stuff in it straight out of the box. It's fucking dense. It's packed full of stuff, variety in it. It's this is the type of fighting game. That I really enjoy, like Mortal Kombat uh, mm. 11, and 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 that sort of little trilogy there, like Injustice. Yes, or, or having you've got three main sort of modes that everything's split into. Uh, one of them is called World Tour, mm-hmm. which is like the main sort of single player adventure mode. Yep, uh, you are going around a, a world and getting into fights with any person you feel like. Mm-hmm. There's wacky characters. There's a story to follow. It seems very long. I yep. haven't gotten super far in yet because there's. I've been doing some of the other stuff too, but like, it's goofy and kind of like janky and very cool and interesting. Yeah. I think. Have you been playing that one That's a bit? That's kind of the main thing I've been doing. Yeah, I've been focusing right. on that because I, I did like one playthrough 
of the just the sing of the uh, arcade mode mm-hmm. story kind of thing, just to kind of see what that all looked like. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. I am enjoying it. It does seem like it might get a bit repetitive. Yeah. Um, I I think it's great that they've put it in and they've had a, like they've done something different with it. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a version of this where they just make this the whole game because you know they are obviously leaning on Street Fighter as being a, an online competitive thing and needing yes. the arcade mode. I'd love to see a version of this where it's like this is the game. Um, it does feel, yeah, like not an afterthought, but uh, yeah, I, I'd, be, I'd be interested to know how long it's going to hold my attention for. I'm still mm. enjoying it. It doesn't have the most amazing story. It's very much just like go here, get into these fights, go over here. You're meeting the a lot of like the Street Fighter characters around the world who you're then studying under, which then lets you assign their moves to your character. So you can, the more different people you meet, you can basically build this character that's got, yeah, Ryu's Hadouken and Chun-Li's spinning bird kick. And there's limits on like which characters moves you can use at the same time and they're like right. sort of confusing where it's like if if something would have uh an input that's the same as someone else's move you can only choose one like mm-hmm. yeah you can't do it like tony hawk style where you used to be able to put any move on any yeah sort of button yeah input. and it, you're having to sort of do little go go off and do little tasks for them to sort of get them you develop like, your bond further w- yeah and which get more lets stuff. you get more moves um yeah, you're leveling All of those up. tasks as well, for the most part, are like, go fight a guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's like some little sort of side things that are sort of, they're not like bad. It's just clearly, like you say, this is crammed into the main game. And it's yeah. big, but like it reminds me of on like the sort of PS2 era Mortal Kombat games, they would have these sorts of things where there was like a, so many different modes and you could do like chess yeah. and whatever. But they a couple of times had a sort of adventure mode like this that felt similar where it's like you've you've crammed this into a thing that it and it's not the point here but it's cool it is really cool it does feel a bit uh the world looks great the music is great the personality of it is all dude awesome it's got like all this cheesy rap that is really (laughs) fun (laughs) it's like so corny a lot of it but in a way that i'm just like uh, really into mm. when you go uh, when you go into world tour mode from the men- from the main menu screen and you click on that it then brings up a little thing that <laughs> yeah. shows you your character name and the progress that you've made and your little avatar kind of leaps from the side of the yeah. screen and is like hey all right we, we picking up the game or what yeah. like yeah it's it's very dumb but it is I think you were comparing it from the trailers and stuff, Ben, to Yakuza and yeah. it is it, it is like that in setup it's kind of it's RPG world you you're Running around this big city and just getting into fights, but the it's yeah, it's kind of hard not to feel a little bit like, well, why wouldn't I just play Yakuza because it, that's got all of the trimmings around that, mm. like you say, Adam. It, it is Yakuza is built, you know, with that, that in is mind. The game. Yeah, and yeah. A, yeah, a version of this where it's not a character creator tutorial version of a Street Fighter game, but where it's like a true Street Fighter RPG where you're playing as Ryu and they've written this because the story is very, like your character, you know, is just this uh, silent guy. You just make a custom 
character creator thing, and so they don't. Yeah, they don't talk or have a personality. The, yeah, the story of like the um the last Yak is a game, the last main Yak is a game, where the guy you were playing as, he had so much personality that was so much that informed so much of the story. This is just like you're just a blank slate. You turn up, Chun Li's like, oh hey. Why don't you go over there and do this for me? He's your character's not interacting really in any way, just kind of standing no. there, which does start to make it feel and even a little bit like you start to wish you were doing something that just had a yeah a bit more injected into it. I right. think if yeah, if this was just the game, then it would be underbaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as a part of this greater whole that has a very good fundamental solid foundation it is a really fun it's, way to learn cool to play thing. the game yeah and it, it's mm. very tutorially too and it's it's kind of plotting uh, especially early on where it will introduce each new thing to you one after the other in right. a quite laborious way and a lot of menus coming up of like here's an explanation of this and then 30 seconds later here's an explanation of this next thing and it, it, it's a little uh, 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 slow off the ground. Yeah, for sure. but it, it feels fun to play. It's, it's it's I mean, yeah, the fighting mechanics in this are great. You can use your little uh, some of your attacks and your moves in the main world map to like break down walls and yeah. stuff like that, which feels really fun. It's yeah, it is. It's good. I, I just yeah, I would love a version of this where this is what the sort of single-player arcade mode is. So, like, you pick a character, f- you know, from that actual roster. Right. And, and, maybe and you like go through the world. And they maybe, like, a two-hour story. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Instead, it seems like, and I've seen people, I haven't come anywhere near to finishing it, but, like, maybe up to, like, 30 sort of hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is, uh, yeah, I could see it getting a bit repetitive because it is all fighting stuff. But, like, the thing that you're repeating... The, the 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 fighting in this game is fucking good. Yeah, I really because I I really enjoyed four. I've been on and off with fighting games. I've never been like a big pro. Mm. Watch me waggle my fucking stick around type of guy. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it depends okay. if you catch after Coney. I got a bit weird, but <laughs> uh, but like um, it's just that. So the 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 biggest change in terms of like the main fighting stuff is that switch to there's multiple control schemes now yes but basically modern and classic are the two sort of major things and there's like a third one that's like a uh you can only use it i think in maybe local games i might be wrong about that but it's like a even more simplified one but modern is you've got light medium strong attacks Mm -hmm. and then you've got special and those are your buttons and you've got other buttons for stuff you can hold down r2 and that'll start you doing combos yes hold and things like that but it is just a more simplified version of the normal street fighter controls where you don't have to do the stick inputs especially that is that that is the best change they've made it's so well done it's such a smart move to be this deep into a franchise and just yeah completely retool it for it to to get a new audience in and with and doing that without sacrificing the the diehards that want to play online and memorize mm. the inputs that's all still there that hasn't been jeopardized in any way and for people who've been playing it for 30 years basically mm. uh it, it it doesn't alter it and ruin it or whatever mm. you can still and you can customize who you want to interact with and whatever but it's such a well thought out way of simplifying fighting game controls where you've still got the same basic challenges of a fighting game, which are like placement and timing and, and that sort of thing. Mm. You're just not having that physical barrier 
and especially if you're kind of newish to fighting games, you're kind of having to learn two things at once if you're learning a fighting game, which is those mechanical inputs, mm. the actual sort of physical uh, uh, interaction with the game, as well as all that second layer of fighting game theory. Yeah. Mm. And being able to just focus on one a lot more easily is a way better way to learn it. Yeah. And maybe we'll like, make it so that transitioning to the, in quotes, proper controls becomes harder because you've, like, learned with training wheels. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But, but um, it doesn't really – that's what's cool about it is it doesn't make you feel that using that other control scheme is you on easy mode or anything no, like that. No, it's not like putting the little gutter protectors out and yeah. bowling. Mm-hmm. It's just – for a game you've that got a bigger arm, or whatever would of, make bowling easier. Yeah, for a style of game that is Popeye is the best bowler <laughs> in the yeah. world. For a style of game that is very conducive to just pick up and play in right. short bursts, having a thing where it makes it really attractive and easy to just go through the roster yeah. and sort of try everyone's moves because you're not having to spend an hour with a little book open beforehand, like looking up what all the inputs of them are. You can just yes. go. I'll I'll race through this person's story on arcade mode, get a feel for all their moves. Yeah, cool. Now I'll do that with another person and, you know, learn what all the like, yeah, just how they all feel differently. Mm. And it adds potentially like a Smash Brothers-y kind of anyone can pick up and play it type of thing to this game, which they didn't really have in the past. If someone was a bit better than you, you were fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And this narrows that gap in a really clever way that I'm enjoying messing around with. And... Yeah, there's that uh, arcade mode and like some other um, strange modes like a, like exhibition fights or whatever that you can do in one mode. And then the main thing is this battle hub, which is like a physical room mm, that you yeah. go into for the online. And you're running around this this cool little arena with all these uh, arcade cabinets set up oh. that you go up to to fight someone else. Right. There's a floor in the middle of it where you can get your weird custom characters to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And fuck, I love going down there and seeing Sonic the Hedgehog and this crazy <laughs> shit that people have made that you can then share those like character creations with a code yep. oh, nice. that you can put into your own one. A recipe. A recipe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's literally what they were <laughs> Yeah. All oh, right. Game. Yeah, you cook up a your fucking recipe. freak. <laughs> right, right, right. And your there's... recipe for Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'd love to see a Larry yeah. David. Yeah. There's some really good ones. It's like a... Pretty extensive thing. You can make a lot of different stuff on there. Yeah, we made a real psycho on uh, yeah. YouTube. Oh, people have watch that. created psychoer psychos <laughs> I, too. I feel like I have not seen that much about this game since it came out. Mm. And I feel like maybe that demo that had the character creator in it sort of stole the thunder of the release of the game, if that makes sense. Because that dropped mm. and people were like, oh, look at all the... People, would get, people kind of got all the like crazy stuff out of their system then Mm. that I haven't really seen as much of it since it launched. Jump, jump, jump around the internet a little and you'll see some fucking freaks out there being made. I guess it's fighting games are hugely popular, but also they're a, they're a niche. I think this one's pushing through in some way. This is the most played fighting game on steam at this point ever. And all that sort of stuff. Like it's doing quite well, I think. And yeah, just the, uh, just the, I've always loved the, artistic direction of the Street Fighter games. Like the famously in two, you know, you get your bonus round where you're smashing up an old Honda Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And when I played through the story (laughs) mode of the, uh, the story thing of the arcade mode, um, just getting halfway through and then being like, oh, who am I fighting next? Is it going to be, is it going to be Ryu or 
Blanca. No, you're versing truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yes. taking down a big 18-wheeler in a in an arena Ugh. with people cheering me on. Did you get this, Adam? The first uh, story mode thing that I finished, I then unlocked, I think... 30 different pieces Dude. of artwork that all just came up oh, wow. one by one and I'm just like clicking through and honestly got <laughs> yeah. to the point where I was like, I think I've been here for five minutes. <laughs> it's crazy. It just brings up so many. It launches all this shit at you and some of them are terrible. Okay. Right. It's got a ton of art in there, which is cool and there's a gallery to look at them, but some of them are just like, <laughs> they're from all throughout the years, but some are I just guess clearly someone like, doodled this up for yeah, a concept Yeah, maybe some art. like well-known like games artists and manga artists and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, right. they're, they're, yeah, most of them are pretty cool, but it's like you, it's like credits roll, Artwork comes up, you're like, that's cool, I've unlocked a piece of artwork. <laughs> I've unlocked a couple. All right. I guess like a little packet of five. That's <laughs> right. just, yeah, yeah. It Cut to your beard <laughs> is down to the floor. <laughs> it just keeps going. It's nuts. But And there's, yeah. there's so much in there. And then in that battle hub, it's like there's little portions of, of the map that are like, mapped like this room that are like coming soon. And so they've clicked, oh, I think okay. it's just shops and things like that yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You can go and play uh, like a rotating roster of older Capcom fighting games Ooh, that are that's cool. just emulated on there, and you they'll they'll switch them out. They say I haven't been huh. into this bit at all because it's yeah. fucking awesome because you see people sitting around having fights, and you hear the little clicking and clacking of the fake arcade yep. cabinets, and it's mm. just it's there's like this kind of like Ruby Rod from the Fifth Element like presenter who's like, hey, what's up? Here we go, and it's just all I thought that, so yeah. fun. I love it when people say, hey, what's up? Here we go. Yeah, it's yeah. always one of my favorite parts of a video game. It really gets me going. <laughs> It's funny how oh, the yeah, World Tour thing what's is up? not... <laughs> I'm playing uh, Street Fighter 6. Dude, come and have oh, here we go. What's, what's up with you? <laughs> they, it's, it's, it was interesting how much, yeah, the, when you boot the game up, the sort of opening cinematic, like the first thing that plays, is themed around that battle hub. Like yeah. that is the thing that they're leading with, which I kind of thought it would be more themed around the World Tour mm. mode, but it, it, it very much is like a, a little, yeah, a little movie of someone... Walking around this battle hub and the announcer being like, "Hey, you can chill out here," and it and it's cool. It's like all these people dressed up as Ryu and stuff. It's yeah, mm. the the whole kind of the fake conceit of this is very is very charming and cool. It, totally, it's like just a just a and you can go and just do menus and do matchmaking and do it all right. kind of normally. But it's just got this fun, uh, uh, like silly, enjoyable way of interacting with what for me is sort of the meat of the game, which is like the multiplayer mm. stuff. And it, it's just a really good uh, foundation. And then, yeah, the fighting feels great. It is like, uh, I don't remember how many characters are saying up to 20 something, 19, something like that. I think it's 12. Oh, way less than I thought then. But 12 characters. 12 is four times They're adding, three though. I thought this was cool. They're going to add more in, in DLC. And right. they've got a thing where I think they give you a couple of little tickets for starting the game uh-huh. and they're going to have a thing where once they've dropped a new DLC character pack, you can like rent a character. So you can use one of your tickets to try, out try one out for like 24 hours or okay. whatever and then decide if okay. you want to buy the DLC, which I thought was cool. Yeah, once again, a big, big focus on like... Hey, here's some stuff that is just cosmetic, but maybe you want it for mm-hmm. real money. You know, that's all in here as well. Yeah, um, that's obviously that's yeah been in every fighting game f- of the past yeah. fifteen years, it, like, and it, more and more every game. You know, yeah. it like almost feels weird to talk about it with like Diablo's and Street Fighters and stuff because it's becoming so normalized, and not that that's an endorsement of that phenomenon, but mm, it sounds like it was an endorsement to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that I love it, <laughs> and it's four times as good. But no, as you're right. Games were. It's it it does feel like it's more. Part of that package, it's expected. It's like 
part of the genre yeah. in in modern games, and it's it's just cosmetic uh, for for this, and then there will be the expansions that are for actual extra content, but yeah, more yeah. characters and stuff. I mean, yeah. that's again, that's pretty standard. They're making more stuff and adding it in, yeah. Because yeah, it's not like this game feels. Uh, like they've held stuff back, you know. It's not like that. What it's launched right. with is is lacking in any way. And this, as like it, it's massive already, but this could be, you know, years and years and years worth of just yeah. expanding on this game because uh, it's great and it looks nice. Uh, I like the art style. It's like a little more of a halfway point between the sort of more uh, animated looking Street Fighter visuals of like yep. four. Yes, and it looks a bit more. It's halfway between that and like a Tekken, yep, yep. more real-ish looking. But it's just also dynamic. Like when you land a KO, no matter what move you do, even if it's just like throwing the person onto the ground, like zooms in, it goes yeah. slow motion. When you're doing your combos and a lot of your special moves, you've got this sort of uh, like paint sort of splashes mm. coming up behind Looks you. Awesome. It's yeah, it it all kind of like Mario Strikers. Remember yeah, how yeah. that would go like it yep. like almost changes yeah. art style. So a even when it's a bit repetitive in the world tour mode i'm still i'm not really feeling myself switched off on it yet just because mm. it's even you're doing the same stuff but the same stuff just feels great to do every time that mm. it's like yeah yeah here's me just mowing down a couple of guys who are five levels beneath me but it feels fucking fun to wipe them out and in that world tour being able to switch and swap the moves from different characters it's a nice way of being able to sort of go through and try the game and learn it a bit more naturally than just going into training mode and trying out this character and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a cool way of implementing the learning process of a fighting game in a way that is actually an engaging, self-contained mode. Mm. Yeah, I I really like this game. I I think with similar to the Mortal Kombat-y things. It's a fighting game that you can play if you don't care about the fighting game part of it, mm-hmm. but maybe less so than those because it's not like a cinematic story in the way that those did, which were so cool. Yeah, That yeah. is the one thing that in the story mode, in the arcade story mode where you just go through character by character, it gives you a little, it gives you a little kind of through line of the character that is Pretty told light. in illustrations with voiceover. And the illustrations are cool. They're done in a cool style. Yeah. But it is, for something that's got so much in it and is so, uh, you know, not not skimping in any area, I kind of wish there was like a little cinematic to go along with each one. I know yeah. that's like, a, that's an extreme nitpick and it doesn't it doesn't detract from the gameplay at all, but it is just a, just kind of having everything else be so well thought out and then having this these stories that are already pretty simple and then just told with little drawings. It's like, ah. Eh, would be nice to see a little movie there, I guess. I, I had a similar kind of feeling. Yeah, like you don't get one at the end. Stuff you get just like a, 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 a like comic book cutscene. Oh, sort of yeah, because that feels which like is just in the arcade mode we're talking about. In the world yeah. tour mode, it's all. It's uh, it's that's yeah. It feels like that's all the effort of the cinematics went into that mode, right? Which. Yeah, it would have been nice to see some of that because they are all pretty simple and brief anyway. So it's they're not like, like they're minute, doing like yeah. forty-minute cutscenes or anything. Mm. Just sort of seeing the people walk around in the space would have been, and yeah, what's there is is well done. But it does, yeah, it does. It's it's like the one area of it that feels a little cheapened when mm. everything else feels so. I I get what you mean. It's it's similar to, I guess, how in Smash Brothers, I think you could do. A similar-ish thing where you played. Th- I can't even remember with Ultimate, but like there. Oh, was you would do that big mode where you were Kirby at the start. Yeah, yeah big mode. 
And then there was little mode. There was little mode. There's each character has a themed sort of right. yeah. run through, but it's you don't get any... Like, kind of equivalent to that in a way. Sort yeah, of. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I think I, with most fighting games, I associate certainly Tekken and Mortal Kombat, like you do the arcade mode, you play it through, you get a cutscene for that character. Definitely like, yeah, the sort of Tekken 3 era for sure. This, is, this, this isn't as much... That and the arcade mode is a subsection of a subsection yeah, of right. the game, you know. So it's definitely not the 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 focus in the way it would have been for the single player. And it's the Mac overall, gaming of <laughs> yeah. Street Fighter Six. Overall, the single player is much more significant than any Street Fighter game mm. has had yeah. because of the yeah. World Tour mode. But yeah, I kind of I, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, but it's an extreme nitpick, and it doesn't change the gameplay at all. But and yeah. you, honestly, you shouldn't have even brought it up. <laughs> yeah, but I, I find it just so fun to play. Have I'm, you done online multiplayer? Uh, bits and pieces uh don't ask me how often i'm winning <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's just like it, it's also slick it's also uh like well polished in mm. the in the core fighting game stuff that's great and then all of the single player stuff is added on top and not as polished as like a is it nether realms who do mortal Kombat yeah justice yeah. it's n- not as like fucking cool as those single players have been in the last few years, but it is very interesting and, and enjoyable and an evolution of what Street Fighter has done mm. in the past. It's cool that this series is still around because, yeah, these are some of the most iconic characters in video gaming, yeah. I think. Like Street Fighter 2 sitting in that, in that realm of like people our age have such strong memories of that game. Yeah. And it is cool, like you're running around the world and – going and meeting Chun-Li in Chinatown. Totally. And she's retired and she's just teaching people kung fu in the street. She's got like a weekly class of old people that just come and learn these like Tai Chi moves yeah. from her basically. It's yeah. like this is fucking cool. This is a character that I've, you know, that has been around in part of popular culture for, yeah, how long has Street Fighter been around for? 30 years or something like that? Like yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it is cool that, they, that this is a More package then. that does feel that it, it really like yeah honors the legacy of these mm. characters that are up there with like Sonic and Mario. Totally, and whilst not leaning on it, yeah, it's right. still a, it's yeah, still yeah. a current and new, and it's got fresh ideas in a really uh, uh, cool way. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a good fun game. It's a good ass fucking game. I also like about it that like in that world tour mode, you can fight almost anybody in the right, streets, and yeah. fighting is just like this thing that everyone does and everyone's fine and it's all cartoons. It's like Pokemon. It's like everyone's yeah. just battling all the time. But then yeah. they're also like, don't go into alleyways or you might get into a fight. Like, <laughs> you well, might get that's... into the bad kind of fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the people yeah. that wear cardboard boxes on their heads, yeah. they're right. the evil fighters. Walking up to someone who's waiting across the street and fighting them, that's fun and we all do it. <laughs> They'll yeah. fight you to hurt you as opposed well, to yeah. the other people that you see in the street. And you enter a silent contract that you're going to have a fun fight. <laughs> yeah. You're going to beat up this old lady and leave her <laughs> bent over yeah. in the street. Absolutely. You and she'll get up and be like, well, time for me to go home. Fair's fair. No worries. <laughs> yeah. My fight money. Yeah. This yeah. is the future that the liberals want. Just <laughs> like everyone of all colours and ages beating the fuck out of each other. We're all born <laughs> with fists. <laughs> I guess. Good yeah, game. Good game. Uh, you want to talk about Tears of the Kingdom a little oh, bit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did we wait? Do we have any Patreon? Not many. SF six thoughts. Not many. Uh, but they were all positive from what I could remember. I'll, yeah. I'll just have a quick scan. It's a good game. I think yeah. If you care enough to go in, you'll enjoy it. And if you felt uh, a bit disengaged from 
Street Fighter and games of this nature because mm. I certainly have and I'm still loving it. So I think it is worth. Right. There's a demo, so if you didn't know that, you can uh, you can check it out. Yeah, it's it's as close to as those Mortal Kombat's and Injustices have been a thing where you don't have to be like, well, fighting game fans will like this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think a lot of people will be able to get something out of this. Yeah. Scott, basically... Uh, summarized your review in two paragraphs. But, like, but well, we can all be quick about things, Scott. <laughs> we'll do it for Scott. Let's see, let's see if you agree. Yep. I'll just read the whole thing. Street Fighter Six has been amazing. As someone new to the fighting game genre, I have really no standards other than if I'm having fun and I'm having a blast. The world tour mode is fun but can get a bit repetitive. And the actual world part of it is relatively flat. That being said, I think it has a good personality and fun atmosphere to it. The meat of the game being online play is daunting. However, the game offers so many tutorials and so many things from combos to frame data that you can learn and feel some some semblance of confidence before you go in and get destroyed by someone with way more experience. But the core gameplay is so fun, you just want to get back up and try again. Yeah, Scott's nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> this should be the Delete show. all the rest of it. I'll get rid of everything <laughs> yeah. else we've said when we're editing. This should be the show from now on. We do the call out on Patreon for reviews. Yep. Yeah. We just find the one that most echoes what we think. We just read that. Yeah. The eps are five minutes long <laughs> yeah. every week. Good morning, outsourcing. Uh, yeah, Todd, no, it, I agree with Scott completely. Todd, who also uh, opined on Diablo 4 earlier. Big week for Todd. Uh, yeah, big, a couple of games. I'm um, Todd. SF6 has absolutely nailed the gameplay. And while World Tour has its fun and silly side, I found I prefer the storytelling slash gameplay loop of the movie style that Mortal Kombat does. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Ba 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 ba. Street Fighter is also leaning into the silly, horny slash fan service vibe at times, and that's great fun in a way that only Capcom could pull off. Um, pull off, huh? Pull off a horny vibe. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, that's that's the yeah the meat yeah. Of, yeah. of Todd. Uh, well, yeah, get on it. the uh, get on the Patreon if you would like to. Uh, yeah, we do the call out every week. That's for right, listener. Reviews. If you think it's an obscure game that only two people will respond to, then add your voice to the uh, cacophony. The few, the commenters, the proud. Yes. I'll talk uh, We Love Katamari re-roll next week. Mm -hmm. If you're playing that and you want (laughs) to leave your thoughts on Patreon. I reckon you might get them read out. Yeah. (laughs) There's a good goddamn chance. But yeah, quick Tears of the Kingdom check-in before we wrap up here. I've been, uh, I, I forgot that I did this in Breath of the Wild, but I've been uh, doing this in the last week in Tears of the Kingdom. Banned myself from fast travel. Oh, yeah. And uh, boy, it makes it feel like a different game. Mm, if sure. you commit yourself to only going around the roads via horse, it you just all of a sudden you have, I think, a different experience. And just a, it just the whole, the world of it just feels so different when you have that context of like, I've ridden from the tropics with the palm trees and now I'm it's taken me 45 minutes and now I'm up in the snow. Mm. Yeah. It just it completely makes the world feel so different. So And there's you, often yeah. stuff to do along the way. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff to do along the way, but uh yeah, I really would recommend challenging yourself to do that and like yeah, sometimes you remember, you know, you you find your last little thing that a guy in a village needed and it's on the other side of the map and Boy, you get tempted to just duck in and give him his frogs and then piss off, but yeah, like yeah. it just is so rewarding to be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna set off now and go up there. It's, it's yeah. so much more of an interesting way to play it. I've, after I did the same thing with Breath of the Wild, where I got to around the 50 hour mark and I thought 
I'm just going to, yeah. I feel like I'm shortchanging myself by just kind of hopping around the shrines. I, I've sort of done it the opposite way around. Right. Yeah, where I was kind of doing that for most of the time and now I've got enough of those side quests that I'm like, okay, I'll do that one day. Then I'm kind of going through and ticking off some boxes. And yeah, sure. Getting, mm. you know getting some people some rice yeah <laughs> yeah boy some a lot of people kind of want rice and shit yeah i and want rice I'm apparently hungry. it's like out you can just like cut it down but i've ne- i haven't come across the like wheat fields i guess no, well, it's 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 in some areas i think where you cut regular grass and it'll cut, turn into rice right. Uh, right. but there's not i don't believe there's a specific rice thing because it's just in some parts of the world grass will become rice okay because i i slice it i just bought yeah. it from Lookout landing. Yeah, you can get yeah. it from uh, Hateno Village as well. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've also, yeah, in doing this, it's kind of been making me think a lot about how I think we both commented, Ben, when the when it came out, that you're so trained with an RPG that a, you know a quest that you do is going to get you XP and mm. you're going to get actual significant rewards, which and you, progress right? and progress, yeah, 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 which you sort of don't in this. Apart from like the shrines are the thing that is giving mm-hmm. you essentially mm-hmm. XP. Everything else, but I can't, you know, you your rewards are basically, you know, basically every now and then you might get some good armor, but it's, you know, it's a, an apple or a shitty sword that'll mm-hmm. be destroyed within 15 minutes anyway. But what I really, what I've really come to like about that over time is like, I think it's such a neat getting back to the reason to do the quest is to just do the quest. Like it does yeah, just make yeah. you focus on the world and it sort of does make you role play a bit more mm-hmm. intensely than if you go, I don't really give a fuck about this. I'm just going to scroll my way through it because I'm, I've, I'm about to level up and I just want to get this XP and you're sort of not really focused on the meat and the, the nitty gritty of what you're doing, mm. which is how I play those kinds of games anyway. But in this, it's like, yeah, yeah I want to rebuild this village. Yeah, like I just want to do it for the sake of doing it. Like like, like with Diablo, I've been kind of doing it the way you're describing of like, well, I just want to get this to do the next thing. And yeah. But it's right. also sort of built for that. Mm. So it is actually quite fun to do it that way. But I yeah. agree completely that you're like doing yourself a disservice by treating Tears of the Kingdom It just like really that. makes you like mentally engage in the world when there is no actual sort of gamey reward. Yeah, yeah. the reward is just, half yeah, the now time. this village is functioning. It's cool. <laughs> right, and half right. the time when you hear like, bling, yeah. it'll be some fucking bullshit that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. Like that sign guy's giving me so many meals I'm never going to eat. Mm. But... I love fixing his little signs up. That's fun. Oh, I love getting it. his meals. Are, he gives you good stuff. Like he gives he you. He does give you some okay yeah. stuff, but his then he'll me- give you like a puff shroom, a puff shroom yes, yeah. from his personal private collection. Yeah, he gives you he gives you one shit item. He gives you twenty bucks, and then he gives you like a meal that restores like yeah. seven hearts. So it's kind of worth doing for that. And doesn't he give you like a ticket to sleep over at Sometimes a hotel? Sometimes, he gives you a which yeah. is like. It's ten bucks, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've gotten those a few times, but I've never used. And you one. don't get any no. pony points if you use them. Oh, and yeah. I want my pony points. Yeah. I love that they've made the stables. The stables, from memory, in Breath of the Wild were just there. But in this, and there were some side quests in some of them and stuff. Yeah, like that, but yeah. in this, they've all got a painting that they want you to get. They've all got the journalist guy mm-hmm. always has a little quest. The pony yeah. points thing, like being able to. Customize your. I, I finally caught a white horse and named it Cupy, and oh, now he's no, got nice. a beautiful long mane with flowers in it. <laughs> you won't dox your girlfriend, but you will dox your dog. Yes, interesting. Yes, I want people to be able to look him up on Vic Roads. Um, so and yeah, send him I'm, death threats. I'm at the end of the game, and there's one frustrating thing about it, which is that you fight a pretty 
not like super long, but there's a quite a big fight, and then it it will take you to like the boss boss, mm-hmm. and once you're at the boss boss, you're sort of like you're in a little area. You can run around and you can like heal and you can like use your um, Zonai cooking pots and you know you can do a bunch of stuff to get ready. But you can't fast travel out and you can't save. Mm. So if you say you're you've got to the final boss and then you start fighting him and like you lose and you're like oh shit and you you'll still respawn like right before him but if you're like oh but i definitely need more meals right. i definitely need more like gloom healing meals or mm. i need more weapons or i need whatever you can't leave um all you can do is reload a save from before you did that previous fight as well right right so you have to start the entire process again which right. is Quite frustrating. Sure. Yeah, that yeah, is I, that for something that's very like. Oh, and it's hard as well. The bo- the final boss is hard. Right. right. So it's not like I'm. Um, you're gonna like die, reload, be like, oh, actually, this time I should, you know, remember to heal half, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like it. It's a real like knockdown, drag out fight. It's sword and shield. One and of bow. those like multi-phase things like yep. you kind of got at the end of like the sort of 90s RPGs. Like Final yep. Fantasy 7, I remember having like three bosses in a row yes. or whatever. Yeah. It's Which, not that hard, but comp- yeah, similar structure. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, and, and there's also that prelude fight where it's like, look, that's, you know, that takes time. It's not easy. Sometimes you die to that. Sometimes you get right. a bunch of hits where you'll get de-gloomed You'll get gloomed and all your, you know, hearts will go away. And it's like, you're going to use a lot of resources on this entire thing. Yeah. So getting like a third of the way through and then being like, yeah, you can't leave. You can't fast travel. You can't go get any other healing items. You've just got to commit to you this. You've got to do it. Yeah. you got to spend some more time out in the world to get ready for that whole yes. chunk. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of annoying. It's you like, why, up why like can't that you... in like a, like, had kind of a similar thing in some little bits of Resident Evil 4 where yeah, you yeah. just have what you have going into yes. because it's so linear and you kind of get trapped where you're in this boss fight and you're like, I just don't have enough stuff but there's no way of me like going back and getting the amount of stuff that I need because I don't have the right money. Like, yeah, it can yeah. be very frustrating. Sometimes life comes at you fast. Sure but does. yeah, it's it's weirdly, it's the only... It's the only Part of the game where it's like you have one option on how to do this. Yeah. It's just normal melee combat, no, nothing else. There's no ways around it. There's no climbing. It's like an arena. Yeah. You got to fight. And yeah, getting sort of trapped, trapped by the game, you know, a third of the way through is is frustrating. Uh, and I've seen, yeah, I've seen some like, you know, little articles and shit of people being like, yeah, it's weird that this is the only part of the game where it's like there's... Only one way to approach Super this. linear. And you yeah. better be good at melee combat and right. timing and, and parrying. And, you, you know, you better got good at all, at all of that stuff during the game. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Uh-oh. Have, yeah. I don't think I've done a single parry yet. Oh, yeah. brother, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm parrying that much, but fuck, I'm flurry Russian. I'm yes. flurry Russian. Although I'm like a goddamn guy after a hot day who's near a McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking flurry Russian, dude. Yeah, I basically avoid combat in except for the bosses. So I, I've, now I'm like, okay, I guess I just have to, like, I do have to reload my save yeah. and learn how to fight 
the boss. Yeah, you got to have a montage. <laughs> yeah, I got to rocky it up. <laughs> um, but uh, overall, great game. C plus. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I that mean, fucking brought me back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good work. Well then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it like having no, it's, a good time. It's an with A plus game. Street Fighter Six, but like just anything that's coming along that's not Tears of the Kingdom is. Annoying me. Yeah. I will say, I like, I hot summer leather couch naked body tore myself away painfully yeah. from Tears of the Kingdom to play these other games, which ended mm. up being good, but I, it's, it, I still want to keep playing it. Yeah. I haven't gone into final boss stuff yet because I want to go do everything else first. Yeah, I think I'm on 50, 50 hours now. And it, it just really is something that Gotta is. Gotta pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. I know. I know. I'll, I'll feel good. I jack off twice a day to Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> it is not really. It's so easy to. I, I think it's the easiest game to lose track of time in. Yeah. And oh, same yeah. with Breath of the Wild, just because so much of it is you're just cruising around and getting distracted. And like, there's been stuff that I've loved equally as much, but because of the way that it's broken up or it's telling a story or it's very. Segmented and linear and episodic. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I've hit a story beat now. It's time to switch this off. I know mentally I've been playing for two hours, but it, yeah, with this to have played fifty hours, sort of almost by accident, mm. is is crazy. Oh mm. yeah, I'll, I think I'll mentally set myself like, well, get four more lights and upgrade your thing. Yeah, but then I'd be like, well, actually, that took like way less time than I thought. Why don't I just do it again? Yeah, and oh. then yeah, you. End oh, I up found there this thing night. that I was meaning. Like, I finally mm. stumbled across. Tarrytown the other night. Oh, yeah. I hadn't found it yet. And I'm like, well, i got to see what's going <laughs> <Yeah>. on here. <laughs> Which, Everyone's living together all in harmony. <laughs> what are we talking about? Here? Which isn't because we, we talked about some of how it like carries your horses over from Breath of the Wild. Yes. But then there are certain little things like, Adam, you were saying that guy that you show all the swords to and he didn't remember you. Yeah. Mm. Tarrytown, it's like optional in the first one, right? You built you, it. You built it, yeah. yeah. So you can, right. you could have... So Which cra- I, d- I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't find A couple it. of people... So like, what? Life from finds there, a way. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of people from there are like, oh, God, it's you. But mm. you'd expect everyone who lives there to be like, you're the reason our town. This should yeah. be a fucking statue of yeah, you. Yeah, fuck, fuck the mayor. Yeah. Like, you're the, you're the king. Well, he, yeah, yeah. But what but if man. you didn't? If you didn't build it in Breath of the Wild... It's still they, there. Yeah, they it's still there. Like, I'm who like, the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah. We did this with our blood, sweat, and tears of the kingdom. Hey, I remember you. You're that guy who I asked to help build <laughs> yeah. a town with me. He just ran off and never came back. Yeah, you're that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, I saved the world. You just right? you literally disappeared in front of me. Yeah, you yeah. vanished. I did all of this myself. <laughs> I needed ten logs. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that is going to do us for another week of Filthy Casuals. Head to filthycasuals.com.au. Check out all the stuff that we have going on. We've got the Patreon. Get a bonus episode every week where we talk about movies and TV shows. We just finished doing recaps every week of Succession and Barry. So if you were watching them or you're just caught up, uh, you can go back the last 10 weeks. I've had the fucking Succession theme song jammed in my head all week oh. i've been walking around like i'm rich as hell <laughs> piano going uh yeah that most recent bonus episode almost two and a half hours long yes so value for money i reckon yep. now we've got to pump those numbers up those are rookie numbers shoot to the moon yeah <laughs> check all that out we've got the youtube channel as well we're putting the episodes up as videos yes now if you want to 
Check that out. And you can uh, see how muddy my shoe is. <laughs> Very muddy. <laughs> I was walking in some mud. We uh, mm-hmm. we've done a few like scripted reviews on the YouTube channel as well. Yep. We've also put the written versions up on the website. Yep. We're basically IGN now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't act like that in the comments. No. Okay? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are getting paid by every game publisher. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Out yeah. There. They're paying us off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're all biased. And we've got uh, yeah, we've got let's plays and all sorts of stuff on the YouTube channel. Heaps Check of all shit. that out. Yeah. More to guys. come, baby. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Oh, hello, Ken. <laughs> like Hado Ken, oh. but if you were greeting Ken, I did. I I didn't have one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is this is Ryu greeting Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Ken. There we go. That's, That's more right. constructive. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.